Thank you, Coach. Thank you for uh, the opportunity to serve you guys tonight and the opportunity to speak. I'm so thankful for uh, each and every one of you. Uh, so thankful uh, in this crazy year uh, that we could still uh, get together and fellowship and meet and uh, have a wonderful time. Uh, so very grateful uh, for the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you uh, tonight. It has been, you know, kind of a crazy and uh, and difficult uh, year, and uh, just seems to to keep going. Uh, these are, you know, difficult and uh, and can be uh, troubling and discouraging uh, times. And I don't know, you know, what what all of you are facing or what all of you uh, are going through and how you're going through it. You may be uh, you may be feeling it. Uh, you may be discouraged. Uh, you may be. Uh, down, uh, I don't know uh, where you are, uh, but I do know that uh, that that one of the things uh, in life that we've got to deal with are difficult and troubling, uh, discouraging uh, times, and we've got to make sure that in those times we don't allow ourselves to get troubled uh, and discouraged because what that can lead to is quitting. And how many of you know that if we're going to succeed at anything, if you're going to succeed at anything, uh, and I know the Lord wants you uh, to succeed in life, and I know you want to succeed in life, uh, that one of the one of the most important qualities uh, that you'll need is the quality of perseverance. Uh, you've got to never quit, uh, never give up, and you've got to persevere and persevere and persevere. And, and, and really, if you'll persevere and not give up, uh, then you can be successful at almost anything that you desire uh, to do. So we've got to face discouragement because discouragement uh, can lead us to throw in the towel it can lead us to give up. It can lead us to quit. Uh, one of my favorite characters in the Bible is a guy named Joshua. And just like God's got big plans for your life and wants you to succeed, God had big plans for Joshua's life and wanted him uh, to succeed as well. And he knew that Joshua was going to face some difficult times, uh, some discouraging things, that he was going to go through some failures and some trials. And so to prepare Joshua, the Lord spoke to him and he said this to him. He said, Joshua, you're going to have to be strong and you're going to have to be courageous. He said, Joshua, don't be terrified, don't be discouraged, be strong and courageous. And Joshua, if you stay strong and you stay courageous, then even though you face difficulties and even though you go through some trials, you're going to persevere through those things and you're going to succeed just by not getting discouraged and terrified and down even though you go through some difficult times. So, just like Joshua's got to stay strong and courageous, each and every one of us, if we're going to succeed at the things that God has planned for us, we've got to be strong and we've got to be courageous as well. So one of the, one of the things that is so incredibly helpful uh, for us when we're going through difficult times, like, like this year has been, uh, unexpected uh, things come, like has happened this year, uh, when there's a discouragement that takes place, when we face uh, trouble or, or, or failure or difficulty, uh, one of the things that, that you need to know, and you may not know this and you may not believe it, but I hope you will by the time I'm done, is, is that what is needed in troubling times and discouraging times to encourage us and strengthen us is the gospel. We need the gospel. 
And one of the things that, that we need for ourselves is the gospel, but one of the things that others need as well is for the gospel to be proclaimed. And so in order to kind of explain this to you and to, and to help you understand this, I just want to tell you a, a quick story. You've probably heard uh, some of this uh, before, but it's about one of the most famous uh, characters in the Bible. There's actually more about this man in the Bible than anyone else uh, in Scripture. His name is David. Uh, you probably know him uh, from the very popular story, actually true popular story of David and Goliath. Uh, if you know that story, uh, you're familiar that David was just a young man, that he worked for his dad as a shepherd, and that, and that he is an Israelite, and that he ended up having to face, as, as just a teenager, he ended up having to face this giant of a man who was nine feet tall and, and a very skilled warrior uh, in a conflict, in a battle, and David David defeated him in that battle with just a slingshot and a, and a rock. And David, because of that battle, went from being you know, just a nobody that nobody knew to one of the most popular people in Israel. And, and that victory against Goliath uh, was the thing that paved the way for him to become one of the most successful military leaders in Israel. He became famous as a military leader. And uh, so much so uh, that, uh, that he ended up marrying uh, the king's daughter and became the king's uh, son-in-law. Now, David would eventually become king, but at this point in time, uh, he, was, he was not king. He was just a famous military leader. And there was a king, a king uh, named Saul, who, who was also a very uh, successful military uh, leader who had had many uh, victories as, as king and was was looked to for his ability to, uh, to lead in battle as well. And David became so famous that, that they began to sing songs uh, about him. And, and the song uh, went like this, that, 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 David, that Saul had sl- King Saul had slain his thousands, but David had slain tens of thousands. That Saul was this mighty warrior, but man, he wasn't anything like David. David was an incredible uh, warrior. Well, when Saul heard this, King Saul heard this, uh, jealousy began to grow uh, in his heart. And he let it get out of control to the point where even though David was his son-in-law, he conspired to kill uh, David. And David had to flee for his life as just a young man, fleeing from the king whom he was serving, uh, who was also his father-in-law. You know, everything was going well for David. He was having all kinds of success. And then out of nowhere, trouble comes. Out of nowhere, the unexpected happens. And all of a sudden, David is fleeing for his life with the most powerful man in the kingdom, chasing him, trying to take him out. David has all of a sudden found himself in very difficult times. And this doesn't go by quickly. Like we've been facing this virus for for several months. David has to flee for his life for years. He runs from Saul. uh, Always uh, one step ahead of him. Hiding in caves, you know. uh, uh, Doing whatever he can to survive for years. Can you imagine that? It could be be incredibly uh, discouraging. And David could have been very, very distressed and discouraged because of all uh, of this. Well, as David was 
was living this way, uh, men, because he was such a famous warrior, uh, men started to connect with him. And about 400 men eventually uh, connected with David and their families did, and they were all moving around together trying to survive, hiding from Saul. Well, it got so bad that David had to flee his home country and go to, uh, go to an enemy territory called the Philistine country, uh, where the king uh, had... Had, uh, David had favor with the king because he was favored with the Lord. The king allowed David to go and live in one of his cities called Ziglag. And David and his men and their families went and lived in this city uh, in the enemy territory of the Philistines called uh, Ziglag. And, and one day they were, him and his men were, were out, they went out to battle and ended up that they were not allowed to, to fight. And so after several days being gone, they returned to the city. And as they were coming back to the city, they could see that the city had been attacked. The Amalekites had come while David and his men were gone and had attacked the city of Ziglag and had burned the city, destroyed it with fire, and had taken all of the women and children hostage and and had left with all of David's men's uh, wives and their children and having burned the city. So so the Bible actually says in 1 Samuel 30 uh, that when David and his men returned that they were so distressed, that they were so discouraged, that they were so sorrowful that David and his men wept aloud until they couldn't weep anymore, until they had no strength to weep. This is how troubled they were by everything that had taken place. I mean, can you imagine it? These men have been running for their lives for years. It's been such a difficult time. It's been so terrible that they are completely worn out and discouraged. And now, right at the end of their rope, when they don't think they can handle any more, they come back to their city and it's been burned and their families are gone. It was just more than they could take. It was more than they could handle. And they just wept that loud weep when you've had all that you can and you can't handle anymore until they couldn't, until they couldn't weep anymore. And, and then, on top of all that, the men were so bitter in spirit and so distressed that they started to plot to stone David. They turned their blame on David and they put together this, this plan that they were going to stone David and, and because of everything that had taken place. So now David, on top of losing his family as well, is very distressed because these men uh, who are his friends and go everywhere with him are now plotting to stone him and take his life. And it's here in the story that David does something that all of us need to hear. That David knows something that all of us need to know. In the middle of difficult, trying, struggling, hard, distressing, discouraging times, what David does is so true and so beautiful, I just wanted to share it with you and I hope that you'll hear it and let it get down inside of your heart. David, in this difficult time, Scripture says, First uh, Samuel chapter 30, that he turned to the Lord his God and that the Lord strengthened him and encouraged him. That David was encouraged by the Lord. He went to the Lord. He turned to the Lord and he was strengthened and encouraged by the Lord. So much so that he was able to then go to the Lord and get a word from the Lord on what they should do. And he rallied his men together and they went after the enemy and got all of their families back. 
Because David, in his moment of difficulty, he didn't turn to everything else. He didn't turn like his men did uh, to fear and to anger and to violence where they were going to stone David. He didn't turn to this and that. David made this wonderful decision in his moment of need. When he was down, when he was discouraged, when it looked like it couldn't get any worse, that he was going to turn to the Lord, his God. And when he did, the Lord... Lord encouraged him and the Lord strengthened him. Now I want you to know when we face trouble, when we face difficulties, when we face uh, discouraging times, when the unexpected comes and it's come this year, right? And it's going to it's going to come again in the future. There's going to be storms, there's going to be difficulties, there's going to be failures, there's going to be successes, there's also going to be failures, there's going to be wins, there's also going to be losses. Right? You guys are football players, you know that. Right? We win some games, and some games we lose. And some games we win, and, and, and it was easy. And some games we lose so close, and it was terrible, and it was hard. I think that happened last week, didn't it? It was this terrible, hard uh, loss. Right, And that can be so difficult and so discouraging. But the wonderful thing about football is that we can learn life lessons from that. And we can be encouraged and strengthened to know that in life, even though we may lose, we've got to persevere and, and move on and learn and grow. And in those difficult times, we turn to the Lord and allow Him to encourage us and allow Him to strengthen us and allow Him to renew us and lift us up. Now, you may be saying, you know, that's wonderful for David. He could turn to the Lord, but, but he's David. Right? I cannot turn to the Lord and find strength and encouragement. David can because he was the king, right? He was anointed by God. He was highly favored, but that's not me. I cannot turn to the Lord. I am not David. That's for somebody else to do. That's not for me to do. But here's where the gospel comes in. Here's why the gospel is so encouraging and is what we need to hear. Because the gospel is this, the basic essence of the gospel, the heart of it is this, is that, is that because of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I, even though I'm not David, just like David, can turn to the Lord. I can come to the Lord. The gospel is this. That even though you're not David, just like David, because of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you can turn to the Lord in your good times and in your bad times that He is near, that He is there, that He will encourage and that He will strengthen Instead of turning to everything else that so many people turn to that doesn't help, that only, that only makes things worse, we can do something different. We can turn to the Lord and we can find strength and encouragement just like Jesus did because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is what the gospel is. It's John 3.16. I'm sure you've probably heard it. It's for God so loved the world. That means that God so loved me that he so loved you that he gave his only begotten son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that whosoever, I love that word, whosoever, it means not just David, 
And not just Pastor Jason, but each and every one of you, whosoever will, if they will believe in Jesus, that they will not perish, but have everlasting life. That whosoever will can trust Jesus with their lives and be ones like David, whose God is their God, and they can turn to him and come to him whenever they need to. If you're going to be successful in life, you're going to have to persevere. And one of the great keys to perseverance is in your moment of difficulty, in your moment when you could be so discouraged, in your moment where, where failure has come and difficulty has come, in, in that time, don't turn to everything else. Turn to the Lord and allow Him to strengthen you and to enrich you and to renew you and to encourage you. And you can turn to Him because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you trust Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you believe in Him, and put your hope and trust in Him, then God becomes your God, and you can turn to the Lord, and be strengthened by Him, and encouraged by Him in the good times, and in the bad times. When you you failed, and when you've succeeded. When you've won, and when you've lost. When you're facing trouble, and when everything's going well. Turn to the Lord and allow Him to encourage you and allow Him to strengthen you. I know down the road we're going to face some difficulty. I know we're facing it now. Instead of turning everywhere else, there's so many places we can turn. Instead of doing that, turn to Jesus. Let Him encourage you and let Him strengthen you. And He will bring to you strength and courage. And if you live strengthened and encouraged, you're going to persevere and succeed And do the things that God has planned for you to do. Let me pray for you. With our heads bowed and our eyes closed. I just wonder tonight if if you've not trusted Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you've not put your faith in Him. If you've not turned to Him. But tonight you would like to turn to Him. I'm just going to pray And as I pray, just pray from your heart and put your hope and trust in Jesus. If you'd like to do that tonight, I just ask you to raise your hand. Amen, I see your hand. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Let's just pray together. I'm just going to pray for you. You just pray from your heart. Lord Jesus, Tonight I turn to you. I put my faith and trust in you. I believe that you are Lord. I believe that you are Savior. And I just commit tonight to live for you. And whenever I face difficulties or trials of many kind, whenever I find myself discouraged, I'm not going to turn to everything else like so many do. I'm going to turn to you and allow you to strengthen me and encourage me. Lord Jesus, I'm going to live my life from this day forward for you, for your glory, and for your honor. Lord, I thank you for each and every one of these young people. I thank you for uh, all of these coaches and leaders. I pray your rich blessing upon them. 
Lord, I pray that they would trust in you with all of their heart and lean not on their own understanding. I pray that they would delight themselves in you because I know that when they do, that you will give them the desires of their heart. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would bring to them a revelation of who you are, that you'd open up their hearts and their eyes to see you and know you, that they would believe in you and trust in you with everything down inside of them and that they would live for you all of their days. And I pray, Lord, that they would be successful because of it at everything that you have for them. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. And all these people said, Amen. 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 God bless.